for listening to Kindred Connections, a podcast that delves into how we can live life in alignment and really change the way we show up in the world. My name is Cindy Casanova and I cannot wait to take this ride with you. I look forward to connecting, sharing my thoughts, having great conversations and lots of laughs along the way. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Kindred Connections. I hope you guys have all had a really happy new year. We are officially in January, almost over today as I record this session on the 26th of January. I thought I'd hop on here, say a quick hello and do my January episode that I think I am going to probably call Spiritual Awakening. And I wanted to get on here and have a bit of a chat about the spiritual awakening people speak of and what that was for me, how it showed up for me and how I'm living in this state of of being. And um, I think everyone at one point in their life or another will reach a point where they realize that they've gone through something like this and it, it it's a magical thing it's really really amazing to to kind of think back to how I used to live versus how I live now and and I am a very different person and I think in my own opinion that I am a happier person and I am so grateful that I am on this side of things now and um you know, I think some people get so caught up in living in the state of, you know, everyday grinding that they don't realise that there is more to life. And I just want to share my experience now, may resonate with you or it may not, and <clears throat> either way, that's okay. But um, I wanted to start off by saying that for me, I really see spiritual awakening and spiritual growth as being the same thing. And having gone through something like this, I I, I always look back to kind of trying to identify where it is that it all started for me. And, you know, I think it's something in life that happens that you always go through some kind of life-changing event. And that event kind of sets the course of your journey into spiritual growth or spiritual awakening. And and it's pretty interesting looking back on it. Obviously, while I was going through it, it was very uncomfortable. Um, I had two events that really shook my world as I knew it. And that's kind of what set the course. And going back to um, the first of the two events was the end of my marriage. And I was completely rocked, blindsided, shocked and really didn't think that that is something that was really going to happen to me, not even two years into my marriage. So that really kind of winded me when when it all happened and all went down and that was in 2018. Um, In 
2019, the following year, while I was trying to come to terms with what had happened and trying to live this whole new normal way of living, which was quite hard, um, I all of a sudden was rocked again by the diagnosis of my mother um, having lung cancer and the thought of being faced with the potential loss of my mother was something that on top of having the the um the event of having my marriage end on top of that taking this news of my mother being diagnosed with lung cancer was enough to tip me over the edge and it it's where it all begins uh, for me as i look back so that event there in itself was one that I will never forget, not for good reasons, but it's just something that really sticks in my mind and um, and it really set the course. So having gone through that, trying to um, understand how it happens, why it happens and trying to make sense of it because I've always been somebody that likes to control all my situations. So it was something I was having a really hard time trying to reason with. My body broke down through the stress of it all as I look back on it now. Um, and at the time I didn't realize that, you know, I had gone through this huge, huge event of, of realizing that mum was in a bit of trouble. Um, my body started to react in ways that weren't normal. And I remember, um, one day, I suffer from headaches all the time, but one day I got this migraine and it didn't leave me for three weeks. And mum was concerned, my sister was concerned, and I decided to go to a specialist and say, oh, I went to a doctor, then a specialist. And, you know, we started looking into what was happening because this three-week migraine just wasn't normal. Um having gone through that, having to go through MRIs and specialist appointments, trying to find out what was wrong with me. And at the end of the day, nothing was wrong with me. Um, I look back on it now and I realize it, it was me, it was my body, my circumstances and everything that was happening to me, I wasn't processing and therefore my body was reacting. Um, so that all happened in a, over a period of like six months between appointments, checkups, MRIs, going back to see the specialist, trying another test. You know, there was so much that was going on. And all the while, my mum had gone through a surgery to remove uh, a partial lung. Um, she had started chemo treatment. I was being the support person who took her to and from her appointments. Um, the height of COVID hit on day one of her um, chemo and it was the first day that they implemented no one was able to visit in hospitals uh, which meant patients going through chemo weren't able to have support people there and it was just such a tough time for my mum for us my sister and I and you know that whole series of events was just one piled on top of the other and you know, trying to manoeuvre through that. Um, having been told by the specialist that there was nothing wrong with me really kind of made me stop and understand that what had happened 
in the past year or so had forever changed me and I was never going to be the same again. You know, I started realising that and once I acknowledged that, the healing process began and it was the 5th of January of 2020, I'm going to say, that I sat outside my sister's house. It was a full moon and I remember doing a meditation under the stars and and the moon and something shifted that day. I don't know what it was. I don't know if my cries for help were so desperate or that, you know, I was aligned with the situation, the time and the space and all of a sudden my healing started. My anxiety attacks that I would get continuously had stopped. I was being very present. I really started to understand that the present moment is what really mattered. Um, I started delving into Joe Dispenza more than I had ever before, really understanding that I had to live in the present rather than being really worried about what may happen in the future or just reliving the events of my past, trying to make sense of things. I was in this limbo that on that night something had shifted and, and I had just become so aligned Everything had clicked and I was just in this space of really, really feeling good about myself. Um, I had friends that I had been friends with for many, many years that I really started noticing that our thoughts, our, our way of being, you know, our beliefs were really not aligned anymore and there was nothing that wrong that had happened I was just changing as a person. So that there in itself kind of started changing the relationships that I had or also to the way I was dealing with the relationships that I had. You know, I started listening to myself as in the self because I was always listening to the I and the ego in me and always living in that place and kind of being conscious in a way that there is a self and there is an ego. And I, and I really started to listen to the self, which I feel is connected to the soul and just doing things that were for the best of all involved, um, letting go of judgment, letting go of the way I judged myself, letting go of the way I realised I was judging others and just really understanding that we're all on this journey we're all on this journey that is just amazing. Mine is completely different to yours, is completely different to my sister's, but really committing to jumping on and saying, all right, I'm all in. I'm going to just start this journey because knowing full well that I am part of this amazing incredible enormous universe and there's this part that we all individually play while at the same time all being connected really started me thinking differently so I did that I realized a lot coming to the end of 2020 
when mum was in a much better place, her chemo and radiation was over. She never for a minute skipped a beat and, and she refused to accept anything other than I'll deal with this, I'll get it sorted and I can then get on with living. And at the end of all her treatment, uh, we went away as a family and she she just has this way of life that is so sure. She's so sure of, of, of how things are going to be and she has complete faith in the universe and God and and she just knows that, no, nope, I'm not accepting this diagnosis and she got on with it. And seeing that at the end of 2020 and as I went into 2021, I made a promise to myself I was never, ever going to allow myself to be in that dark place. You know, 2020 also came with thoughts of darkness, of of understanding that, you know, suicide, when people are suicidal or when people have suicidal thoughts, there is just so much pain happening all at once that it becomes too hard to bear. And I look back on the way I was thinking back then and and I do scare myself because I allowed myself to get into that point and that position. Um, But I'm also forever grateful because I had a support network. I had a sister who listened. I had um, friends who I could lean on and 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 that got me through it um but i will forever be changed on on the thought of of suicide and on the thought of what drives people to it because i entered that realm to to maybe maybe a a, a lesser extreme extent but i was in that dark place um for a little while you know i'd say probably 3 months and it was awful um, I started seeing a psychologist. I had my sister as a sounding board. We worked through things together and, you know, it, life just became so much more important and so much more worth living that luckily for me, I was able to manoeuvre myself out of that space. Um, and I still had a long ways to go. Come 2021, in January, making a promise to myself to start living life, I tried um, to live in a space of, you know, trying new things, living in the moment and really practicing what I had become aware of in 2020. And life's just got really, really good. Um, I was learning myself. I was learning about myself again. I was getting to know the the new thoughts and the new way I had of looking at the world. I took on my role as parent, and I played that role. And I really was proud that I was doing the best I could to help my children when and when and if they needed me. Um, and it was just this magical time. Then in February of 2021, I found myself um, on an app called Clubhouse. And for those of you who know me and follow me on Instagram, 
I, I tend to talk a lot or I post a lot about Clubhouse and the community, the global community that's been created on this platform that's just absolutely incredibly amazing. And in February, I found myself um, meeting a few women um, that that were founders of, of a club and we would meet every day on this platform and we created rooms and rooms that we created were rooms where conversations took place. And I started realizing that there were so many people on this planet that were of the same thoughts as I was, that, was on, that were on the same vibration of the way we saw the world and the change we wanted to see. And Clubhouse became another extension of my therapy and my maneuvering through life as this newly discovered spiritual person who really understood that, you know, there's more out there for us and that whatever we want and whatever we desire, as long as it is for the good of either yourself or the good of others and it's not to the detriment of anybody else it's within your grasp and you can create it you can achieve it people say it's um, manifesting people say it's um, you know making wishes you know putting it out to the universe aligning with the visions that you have whatever the whatever way you see it you can manifest the life that you want and understanding that that doesn't mean that you can you know twitch your nose like bewitched and bang it comes true because a genie is in the room and you get your wish what happens is is that you send out this energy this vibration of what you want and and the feeling of what having or achieving this thing that you want and that vibration goes out into the universe and then it finds its match. Now, whatever it finds that matches that vibration comes back to you. So a lot of people say, you know, when you manifest something, don't worry about how you're going to get it because the universe will sort that out for you. And I never understood that. Um, and, And also too, the universe will bring it to you at exactly when you are supposed to have this now I used to say, oh yeah, you know, I manifest, I, I set my intentions, and I, I manifest, I tried to manifest X, Y, or Z, and never came. It never came. Well, I probably wasn't ready to receive whatever it was that I thought I wanted. Um, so yeah, slowly but surely, I started realizing that what I was putting out there, whether it was the way I was speaking, the way I was feeling, the way I was showing up in the world, kind of was bringing the light like-mindedness in people. I was finding that I had opportunities. Um, I was connecting um, and receiving and being open to receive. You know, I, I was, I've always been someone that's happy to give, but I was always really uncomfortable with receiving and, you know, unlocking that, that discomfort and, and really understanding that it's got to be this two-way street and this push and pull. And as much as I love to give, you know, I, there's also got to be someone out there that matches me and also gives back where I have to receive. And and I realised that in order to... And, and sorry, I realised that when I started receiving, the more I received, the more came to me. And it, it just blew me away. 
So I really delved into Clubhouse, hosting rooms every day, topics of conversation, you know, speaking to people about, you know, gratitude, what you're grateful for, really understanding that. The simple things in life like hot running water or a meal every day that we take for granted and don't even give it a second thought are things we should be so incredibly grateful for. Understanding that there are people out there in this world that don't have that. And, you know, I'm not trying to do this whole preach of Kumbaya, but, you know, I met this woman on Clubhouse and she lives in Zambia and she's young, she's in her 20s and she has completely changed my mind, my world, my understanding of gratitude and I'm just so grateful that she's in my life. Um, so yeah, so that all that happens and happened as part of my spiritual growth journey and um, and then I really started to um, hear the word surrender a lot, you know, surrender, just just surrender. You've got to trust that everything's going to be okay, which obviously means you've got to surrender to the control of what you want and then hope that it will be something that comes to you that is of is is what you want or is what you had been desiring or it's you know the plan that you had but surrendering became this amazing word that kept showing up and then uh, I came across a book by an Australian author, uh, her name's Addie Lamborn, and she has this book that is called 33 Codes, Blueprint for the New Earth. And it's an incredible book. It's available online if any of you want to have a look at it. I'm not sure yet because I'm all new to this um, podcasting thing, but If I can work out how to add links, um, I'll do so. And then you can actually check that book out. Now, there's 33 codes. And each one of these codes are downloads that this beautiful author received from universe through whether they have been through, whether it was meditations or however it was that she received them through dreams. I'm not sure exactly how. But she received these 33 codes on three, 33 consecutive days and she put them to paper and created this book. Now, when you read these codes, they are so incredible. You need to read them and reread them. And it's one of these things where each code is a page long. So it's not like you've got to read a lot, um, but there's so much in the in the paragraphs that she puts on that pages that she has created, that every time you read the codes, you see something new in them every time or something new comes to light from the same code. And it was incredible. One of the phrases that repeats itself through some of these codes was the phrase, relax, let go, trust and surrender. And the minute I heard that phrase, which has now become a mantra of mine, I just had this whole bells and gongs going off in the background of my mind, 
thinking, wow, that's it. That's all I have to do. When something turns up that has me worried, concerned, shaken, rocked, I just have to relax, let it go, trust and just surrender to the process. And then whatever happens will be what is exactly intended to me and for me and everything will be good. That realisation was just priceless. That book is priceless to me. It is a bit pricey when you look it up and, and, and see what it's worth, but the illustrations that go with each book, the individual artists that are also spoken about in the book, in the back of the book, it's all worth its weight in gold. And I'm so grateful that I came across it. Um, yeah, and that just leads me to the last bit of after I surrendered and letting go of everything, I had to let go of all judgment, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. And once I did that, I connected with peace. I connected with understanding that I have no business judging anybody. I have no idea what is going on in anybody's life. I have no place to judge them. And I can just have, I, I just have to release them with love if they, they, are, they don't serve me or what they're doing doesn't serve me. Or I can just treat them with respect and let them know that, you know, what they're doing is not necessary, if it's something that's affected me and really hope to connect with people in a way that peace is at the forefront of everything. And this, I'm only very early on in my spiritual journey and the growth I've had is only quite small when I meet people that are quite further along in their spiritual awakening and you know I'm excited and everybody's journey is different I really hope that something I've said or that this whole episode has resonated um, and if it hasn't and you think someone else may resonate with it, please feel free to share it. Um, I can't wait to see what the next step or the next thing that happens is going to be. And as I go through this, I'm hoping to share it with people because I understand now that part of my purpose in life is to share experiences, to to, under, to let people know that you know, by sharing what you go through, whether it be something you you have that you think is connected to shame or whether it's something you think needs to be kept secret, that sharing it and shedding light on situations takes away that shame and takes away that, that stigma of, of, you know, that hush-hush society that allows us to only have to deal with our own things in our mind and sometimes the way we see things when we're not in the right frame of mind is really warped and can really get us into trouble. So I'm hoping that my next episode would be me having a conversation with somebody in regards to their journey and where they're at at the moment. Um, but I'm only really early on. I'm recording this from my Reiki studio. I sit in here, I put some crystals out today that I will be um, that will be available for sale uh, if people want to purchase them when they're here or whether they feel inclined to, to 
purchase one online. Um, and I look forward to holding space here with people so that we can connect face to face. Please feel free to follow me uh, on Instagram. I'll also share the link on Instagram here. Um, my individual personal handle on Instagram is Soulful Hippie. I also have the Kindred Rejuvenation Instagram page, which I'm starting to post on and grow. And I hope that uh, the next episode will come sooner than a month away, but I am really setting my goals of at least posting one episode a month, at least for this year, uh, just to let it flow naturally and not feel pressured to have to always work on content for the episodes. Um, I want something to come to me naturally and then it'll allow me to, to air it with you guys. So with that being said, I am coming to nearly half an hour. So that's a pretty good episode. Um, And I hope you enjoy this year. And if you have set goals and they haven't gone according to plan, just understand that you can regroup and just get back on track. The year is not over. It's going to be amazing. I'm super excited. And I look forward to the next episode. So take care. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to everyone around you. You have no idea what people are going through. And even if they're your friends, you know, sometimes we don't know what they're going through. Check in with those that you love and make time for those that you value. So with that, I say goodbye. Happy January. Happy 2023. Create magic. Create your own magic and also find and see the magic in everything. I love you all sincerely and see you in the next one. Bye for now.